An appeal is being made to an Australian government agency over the dumping of tailings waste from the Wafi Gopu mine in Papua New Guinea. Three groups have lodged a complaint with the National Contact Point for Responsible Business Conduct, which reports to the OECD. Australian-based mining, Newcrest Mining and Harmony Gold Mining hope to be granted a special mining lease for the project next month. The complainants say the companies don't have community consent to dump their tailings in the Huon Gulf of Morobi. The matter was raised at this week's AGM for Newcrest and the company chief executive, Sandeep Biswas, told shareholders that after 10 years, study found the safest method of disposal, the one that posed the least threat environmentally, socially and seismically, was deep sea tailings disposal or DSTD. He said the tailings will go two kilometres deep into a trench where they will mix with the vast quantity of sediment carried out to sea by the Barkham River. Mr Bezwas says Newcrest has had extensive discussions with communities up and down the coast as well as around the side of the mine and along the route of the pipeline that will carry the DSTP. The complainants, environmental activists, Jubilee Australia, PNG's Centre for Environmental Law and Community Rights and the Environmental Church of PNG allege that the companies have failed to obtain community consent for the proposed use of DSTD, they have failed to provide an adequate environmental assessment of the proposed approach and there has been a lack of due process in regards to free prior and informed consent from the impacted communities. Don Wiseman spoke with our PNG correspondent and Morobi resident Scott Mwaide about Wafi Gopu. The government is determined to get Wafi Gopu up and running because of the current holes in the budget that we have. And that is not really a secret. It's been obvious for some time the government is cash-strapped and more than a few ministers have come out and said that we need Wafi Gopu and any other mine that we can get up and running in the next 10 years. It needs to happen, and especially Wafi Gopu, which is so close to construction. So that's been the attitude of the cabinet, of the Marape government, and that's been supported by the Morobe provincial government under the new governor, Luther Wenge. As always seems to be the case in Papua New Guinea, there doesn't appear to be a lot of effort put in by government to isolate the environmental concerns or to do something about the environmental concerns that communities have. And in this particular case, this is what has sparked this appeal from Jubilee Australia, from CELCOR, the Environmental Legal Agency in PNG, and from the community, churches as well. Yes, that is the case. I've worked in the NGO circles before and I've seen the attitude of the environment department going into communities. They appear to listen to people, but the concerns are not really brought to the core government and expressed as it should. And that's always been the frustration of people in communities who feel that they haven't been adequately heard or their opinions are are stifled by agencies of government. And that's primarily what's being seen and expressed by Jubilee and uh, Selco and a a group of other organisations. What do they want to see in the communities? Well, two things. One, and it's a double-edged sword for the communities. One, the communities wants education, schools, bridges, roads and all that. But at the same time, they understand that if 
the companies were to dump mine waste into the oceans, then it means an end of livelihood for them. You know, they, they can't fish near the shores. The environment will be damaged and destroyed. And they've seen, it, there's already an example in, in Basamuk where the Ramuniko mine is dumping mine waste into the Basamuk Bay. Fifteen years ago, there was a pristine beach. Now there's pollution along the beaches. So they're taking that, they're seeing that already. And the uh, communities who are actively campaigning against it say they don't want this happening in, in the Morbi province. All right. Jubilee Australia, and with uh, these PNG groups, has laid a complaint with the Australian National Contact Point for Responsible Business Conduct. And this is an organisation or a body that feeds into the OECD, and it's very powerful. It had an impact last year on Rio Tinto over the Panguna mine in Bougainville, and Rio's now in involved in trying to make an assessment of the environmental damage it caused there. What do you think might come out of them approaching this body over Wafi Kolpu? Yeah, you know, Bougainville is a mine that's been closed for some time. So the impact on Panguna itself would be, as you saw, but, and this is based on the experience of Ramu Nickel that uh, I, I saw First hand, there was a lot of campaigning going on about uh, Ramu Nickel, but the government still went ahead and allowed the mine to open. And I gather that that is going to be uh, a similar situation with the Wafi Gopu project because Wafi Gopu is bigger than Ramu Nickel, and to many that project will plug up quite a few holes in the in the budget in the national budget, not just for the next five years, but probably for the next decade. So it's an important project for the economy. It's an important project for any government. And and that's from their perspective. We now have, though, communities right across the country who are are very active in fighting for their rights over these environmental developments. So the landscape has changed, hasn't it? Yes, it has changed in some respects. And in in many respects, it's regressed. 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, it was very active. There were communities were able to force the government to reconsider legislative changes. The situation now is that the visibility that we saw 10, 15 years ago is no longer there. There are communities that want to be active, but the the direction that they want and the coordination is, is absent at the moment. So that's a weakness that many communities have seen and are experiencing. It's become really difficult for them to actually bring all their resources together because they're struggling with trying to get the leaders of the communities together to speak with one voice and to express it. That's why you see organizations speaking out for them. The involvement of the Lutheran Church is interesting in this case. Yes, Morbi province is a predominantly Lutheran province and the church has always been at the forefront of campaigning against environmental issues. So as was the case with Basamuk Bay dumping from by Ramon Nicol, the pre-former bishop Kigasung was an active campaigner. He was leading from the front basically talking about environmental issues and how it's unbiblical for people to allow environmental damage. And the current bishop has uh, also extended that call. And there are active Lutheran communities in Morabe province, in Medang, and other provinces where there are large Lutheran populations also speaking out against the planned dumping by Wafi Gopu.